What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of My Hero in Review. As always, my name is Andrew, and I'm so pumped to be here today to dis- review and discuss Season 1, Episode 9 of My Hero. As always, what I like to do at the beginning of every episode is talk about what I've been playing and or reading or anything, things that I am super into right now. But I thought I would start off and really kind of focus on what I've really kind of noticed in the media, some My Hero news. If we're going to do a My Hero in Review podcast, you might as well talk about uh, My Hero in the news and what's happening with that. Uh, one, I, disclaimer, there's not a lot that's happening right now because of quarantine and everything, but there is a lot that we can, uh, there are some things that we can talk about today. Uh, one thing I read in the news uh, is that there's always a ranking of fans' favorites of the show. And uh, one thing I noticed <clears throat> is what was happening and who was being chosen at the top. Number one, obviously, is Ezekiel Midoriya. Then number two is Bakugo, because Bakugo is a fan favorite, and even though he is a little crazy, but we all love him anyway. And uh, number three is Todoroki, because, man, half cold, half hot, and his backstory and everything is amazing. So, of course, he's going to be high on the list. Number four is Yuraka. Uh and because uh, she's awesome, and we know eventually Midoriya and Yuriaka are going to get together. It hasn't happened yet, but it's going to happen, and uh, we all want it, and I just know that's going to happen. Uh, and then number five is All Might, uh, and so, and of course, we all love All Might, and we uh, know that he deserves to be in any top rankings of this show. And so I was wondering if you guys want to write in, you can DM me um, at the Friends Don't Lie podcast or at alu12, A underscore Lou12. Uh, what is your top five as well? I think I agree. I obviously agree with that list, and those are fan voted because those, all of them are amazing. First of all, let's say that every character in this show is just so, so good and worthy to be in anyone's top ten. Uh, but I, one thing that I would add recently, and I want to give a shout out to Kaminari. Uh, man, his role and his that the plot arc that they gave him in season four is just so good, and him becoming the Red Riot and the person that uh, he wants to become as a future hero, as a pro hero, and they did such a good job with that. Like he went from somebody I was like, yeah, yeah, he's like Bakugo's friend to like, holy crap. Like, he's the Red Riot, someone that we need to pay attention to. So I would definitely give a shout-out to him as well because I think he's so, so good. But, man, if I had to give my list, the only person I would probably um, replace is All Might with Kaminari. Uh, and because, I mean, I love All Might, and I put him at number six, and he deserves to be in the top ten because he's so, so good, and he's the, the mentor figure to Midoriya and how important that is to any show to have a mentor figure but man i gotta give a shout out to Kaminari because he's such a good character and his hardening ability and how his not only that his persona his attitude his character that he is in a way kind of like uh, Midori that he's going to sacrifice all and do what needs to be done and he's always has a positive attitude regardless of everything that happens and we need some of that in our lives right now uh and so yeah i would definitely choose him for sure to be in my top five. So I guess my top five, personal top five, would be Midoriya. Uh, man, I got to go with Bakugo, number two as well. And then Todoroki, number four, is Yuraka, because she's amazing. And uh, then number five, be Kaminari, because, man, he is awesome. And the arc, again, that he got in season four, just continued to make him such a great character. And I can't wait to see more 
with him as well. So, and, uh, but anyway, that's the only news that I, new news that I saw this week because last week we had the OVAs and I talked about that in the uh, previous episode. But man, if you have Hulu, if you have Funimation, you need to check those out. They are in season four. And so maybe it's time to, if you're dying for some new My Hero content and you don't read the manga, uh, then maybe it is time to subscribe to Hulu. Hulu has so many great animes. I'm about to quickly discuss and talk about uh, Attack on Titan, uh, but the Attack on Titans on there, all three seasons, uh, just a ton of ton of anime. And Netflix has a lot, but it seems like Hulu has more definitive versions of these and has full seasons. A great example is also Attack on Titan. Netflix has Attack on Titan, but it is only season one, whereas at Hulu, it is all three seasons. So there's kind of some give and take with different things. So highly recommend Hulu. If you're an anime fan, if you love that, you have to check out Hulu because um, not only is there many different pricing options, which is affordable for your budget that you have, but also just a lot of great content as well. Where I feel like, and I know if you listen to the Friends Online podcast, I can come across as a hater to Netflix. I really do like Netflix, but sometimes they feel like they shoot the shotgun shot. They just try to get as many things as they can in the barrel, the pellets, and they splatter against the wall, and they hope something like sticks. Whereas I feel like Hulu is definitely... A lot more calculated with what they release uh, and maybe their original content is not quite to up to where Netflix is at but what they have on there and what they purchase to put for people to stream is definitely most of the time very very high high quality and there's less of it so it's more quality over quantity in my opinion so highly recommend Hulu highly recommend anime because anime is awesome and to celebrate everything with anime is just so great because 2020 live action things are on hold so anime is getting front and center front and center as it deserves well what i wanted to talk about next is what i've been reading and guys i have fully fully dived into attack on titan and let me tell you attack on titan is amazing it is completely different from My Hero. So if you're thinking My Hero and Attack on Titan are the same, they are not. <laughs> Attack on Titan is actually way more violent, uh, a little, I would say, more depressing, but the story and the characters are behind that are amazing. I've been reading the manga and I am hooked. I haven't watched the show as much because I kind of really, really like reading and focusing on that and that uh, doesn't take as much time for me, in my opinion, but the manga is amazing. The story arc of where I'm at right now, I don't even want to say too much because if you're going to start it, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but the story arc and where it's going and the twist on different characters, uh, I had a complete thought of the story and what characters were going to do were going to be go in this direction, but actually it was completely opposite. And people have different powers that I didn't think they had, and uh, there's more to the story. There's so much mystery. And if I could sum up what I'm trying to say of like what makes the show so compelling, not only the action, the animation's great, and the story, but it, there's the story, there's so much mystery. Why are the Titans here? Why are they attacking everything? Why are they killing? Why, where did they come from? All these things, and the, the author of this manga does such a good job of leaving Trail of Breadcrumbs. As soon as you get a little something else, and he leaves like two or three more there, and you're like, well, I have so many questions about this character. And, and then there's so many twists as well. And so if you are looking for a new anime to start, if you're looking for something to read, highly recommend Attack on Titan. And I didn't get to say on the podcast, but I finished 
and I finished Paper Mario, The Origami King, and guys, I loved it. Loved it. Uh, I didn't get to say that again last week on the podcast. I wanted to, but we just got caught up with everything else. But I definitely recommend this game. I don't highly recommend it. It's not quite to the heights of maybe... uh, you know, Mario Odyssey or or Breath of the Wild. But man, if you're looking for a a good, solid 8 out of 10 game, look no further than Paper Mario. That it actually has open world areas. There's actually RPG stuff that I thought there were going to be, but there's actually more to it than I thought. Uh, You get to travel in the sea. you You get to roam this huge desert and find things. And so, you know, the game, I really appreciate games that are very linear, but then all of a sudden they get more open and just to surprise and be able to have open world type-ish areas. I think that that is such a great big uh, mix and, and balance uh, of what to do for a game. And a lot of times if you become too open world, some people will become bored. And I love open world games, so I'm okay with that. But I can see why people, they play a game for 20 hours, but then they drop off. But Paper Mario is a great mix of linear and open world, and I did not expect that. I thought it to be pretty much a linear experience, one area, one area, one area. But you do go to the next area, but it's actually a way open world, and you have to travel around and find things. And there's things you go into the sea, and you you get back, and then you're uh, the battle system as well. I didn't think I was going to ever get into it because it's kind of puzzle-based and strategy, but I actually, once it clicked, I really, really liked it. And the bosses are unique and fun, and, and my favorite parts of the game were actually uh, the boss battles, and actually, again, didn't like them at first, but towards the end of the game, I completely turned around on them, and I really, really enjoyed them. And uh, But once it clicks, the battle system for the bosses and the normal battles, I think it's a game that you will all enjoy. So I hope you love those recommendations. I highly recommend Attack on Titan if you haven't. And I know I've mentioned it, but, man, I've fully been able to dive in. And the mystery there is something for you to keep coming back to. It's awesome. And then secondly, Paper Mario. Finish it. Still highly recommend it. Uh, Didn't or greatly recommend it. I shouldn't say highly recommend it. But uh, that if you're looking for a game, uh, get it. And I sometimes you start a game and you finish it and you don't like it. But I liked it. Uh, I kind of started off not so hot on it, but towards the end, I kept, I stuck with it, and I loved it. So you need to check out those games. All right, well, it's time to transition into the episode, season one, episode nine. Just do your best, Ida. So we get the open opening title, and I was like, wow, we don't have a recap of last episode, which was uh, interesting. Midoriya is getting interviewed by the media, and of course, you know, Midoriya is just so overwhelmed already with everything that's happening then we get the the media's interviewing Yuraka and then Ida and he gives a stellar review of All Might as a class and what he's doing as a teacher and of course they get really bored and so anyways funny and the media interviews a lot of people outside of 1A and then as they start to walk in the media gets frustrated and they're like you know what we're gonna walk in right now and then uh, UA High School said no you're not and a door comes up, and we find out that UA has a lot of defenses. And uh, But All Might, being a teacher, is bringing a lot of attention on UA than ever before. And not only that, you know, you wonder what is the potential villains that are, if, if they are going to notice this, notice this as well. And we actually get to see the back of a potential villain. And more about him later. What I like about this scene is that... Uh, it shows that UA high school is definitely, I feel like we have some Hogwarts vibes from there of 
of like inspiration, but I think it's really cool to see that, uh, you know, it's definitely different. It's futuristic. Uh, it's like that sky high. If you watch that as a kid and be able to see UA be such a center of attention. And I just love the idea that it is a big deal. And all these people want to go here to become a hero. Uh, and this is like the place to be. And we just get another reminder of that. Eraser says in class that he liked what he saw from All Might's training, and uh, but he gets on to Bakugo and says, hey, your pride is going to get in the way, man. And, of course, Bakugo sulks for a little bit of that. But then Midoriya says, then he calls out Midoriya and says, hey, you need to get stronger because every time you use your quirk, it puts you out of commission. And uh, But he says, but if you get a handle on it, you will be, you know, you will be worthy to be a hero, worthy to have that quirk. And of course that pumps Midori up, which is awesome. And, uh, but now Eraser says, uh, it's time to decide your future. And then everyone gets real nervous, like, holy crap, what's about to happen? We're about to get, you know, possibly kicked out of class and everything. But he says, time to pick a class rep. Of course, everyone kind of like chills out a little bit. Okay, it's not as bad as we thought. But everyone in class starts to speak up and everyone wants to, you know, pick me, pick me, that type of thing. Uh, and Ida says the, you know, the right thing we need to do, we need to do is make a democracy and have an election. And uh, so yeah, I just think I was uh, a racer is like, yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> and so he gets in his sleeping bag and he says, uh, and do that. Um and uh, so we just get cool to see Ida. Ida gets a lot of focus in this episode, as he deserves. The next scene, we see that Midoriya has three votes, and he is shocked. But why should he be shocked? Because you know why he shouldn't be shocked? Because when you put yourself and you are selfless to other people, people notice. And that's exactly why the class picked him, because Midoriya has a lot of courage. He has a lot of selflessness that he's going to put himself on the line for others no matter what is happening. And so Midoriya is shocked, but we as an audience are not shocked that they picked Midoriya because of what he uh, has done and his attitude and who he is as a person shines through. And people notice that. People notice that. and so now, but Midori is up there in the class rep. Uh, he starts to shake again. He thinks it's definitely been a mistake. And Ida is shook that he did not get voted in. He is clearly upset. Uh, and so it's pretty, pretty, it's funny that we get to see Ida in that way. We're now in lunch and everyone's enjoying, but... Midori is still stressing. He's like, I don't know, you guys. Like, this is definitely not for me. But Ida says, and just like, you know, I was saying earlier that Ida voted for him because he has courage, and people have noticed that. And then Iraka decides to point something else. There's something about Ida that she has been noticing. And she's like, you're filthy rich, <laughs> and then, which is kind of funny. But then Ida's, uh goes on to say his family has a rich legacy of heroes that his brother's ingenium, his older brother, which is a speed type um, a hero, and he has like a bunch of agencies and a bunch of people. He's very, very famous, and that's his older brother, and he wants to be exactly like his brother. And Midori's like, hey, that's kind of like me. I want to be exactly like All Might. And uh, But then he says something that's funny. He says, man, Ida shouldn't be so hard on himself. And I was like, bro, look at yourself, Midori. You do the same thing. Then all of a sudden, an alarm goes off, a level three breach. Someone has gotten past the barriers, and now everyone jumps out of their seats. Everyone's freaking out, and they're running in the hallways. But uh, Ida, who's like pressed against the glass, he sees that, hey, you know what? It's just the media. Somehow the media got in. We don't know how they got in, but there's not a villain attack. There's not anything, but now he needs to get people's attention. 
uh, and then Eden makes his way to Uraka, and she says, make me float. And he, as he floats, he turns on his quirk, and he uses his jets um, out of his calves because he's got that, that calf power. Uh, and uh, he gets up on top of this ledge inside class next to the exit sign, and he gets everyone's attention and says they need to calm down. It's just the, the media and that they go to UA, so we should be the best of the best, and we need to set an example and not freak out like this. And I love this scene because we get to see the true class rep, spoilers, but the true class rep stepping up to the plate, Ida, who, who shows that he's such a leader, he's such an awesome uh, person to be leading the class, and everyone does look up to him. And when you see Ida and his the way he acts and the way he carries himself, that he is a leader and someone you want to follow. And uh, I think it's just cool. And we, we can see that in real life, too. Like, do you know somebody like that, the way that they present themselves? And they may, may not know it, but maybe someone looks up to you because the way that you act and the way that you do. And, like, we need to carry ourselves in that way as well. And to see that shine forth in the episode was really cool because we all know, guys, Ida is the true class rep. Uh, and we're back to class now. And Midoriya does the right thing. He says, you know what? The first thing I want to do as class representative is put Ida as class rep. And uh, the way he took control of everything, the way that he uh, took control of the class and the situation in the hallway, that we need to put him as class rep. And everyone, of course, everyone agrees and he accepts that because he's very, very honored by that. And then everyone calls him emergency exit Ida, which is funny. And then we get a quick cut to the principal saying that someone was able to get the media in, that someone destroyed the door. And so maybe it was that person that we saw at the very, very beginning. But anyway, he was able to make the door crumble and the media was able to get through that barrier. Uh, and then we see All Might, who's out saving people, and he keeps going and going, but he pushes himself way too far, uh, and that he is weakening, and that he, instead of getting to class where he needs to be at UA, he can't help himself but to save people, which is great, but when your form is weakening like it is, then you're in trouble. Uh, we also get a quick flashback that Midori finally was honest with All Might and almost told Bakugo everything, and... Basically, All Might says that that was very foolish, but I think he got away with it for now. And so, but anyway, very, very, almost very foolish thing from Midoriya. Now back in class, it's time for rescue training. Everyone suits up on the bus, and, and uh, Eraser says that, hey, we're going to do one of the best things that you can do is be, you know, rescue heroes. And so everyone's pumped. You know, Midoriya's excited because, why? Because in order to be a great hero, you have to rescue people. It's more than just beating up villains. And so he gets very, very excited. Uh, and on the bus on the way there, everyone, this is one of my favorite scenes of the episode. Uh, and uh, if you're w watching this, and you probably would be for you too, or if you're just listening, um, as I walk through each episode now. But uh, as they're in there, everyone's kind of talking about each other's quirks and powers, but Sue points out that Bakugo's a, a hothead and everything. And so basically what happens is that Bakugo gets being made fun of. And, uh, of course, he gets really, really angry and gets really, really triggered by that. And then it breaks Midoriya's mind. He's like, how am I not the one getting made fun of? And how is Bakugo getting made fun of? And I just think it's awesome that this reverse role uh, in Midoriya's life. And that's the one thing that I want to take from Midoriya's character for this week is that, hey, you know what? You keep being a good person. You keep putting yourself out there. You keep doing selfless things. People are going to notice. And the person who's 
opposite of that and selfish and you think that you're better than everyone, people are going to notice that too. And you're going to get made fun of and you deserve it as well. But anyway, super funny moment. If you're a fan of the show, really, really great moment. We get to the rescue training and we see Space Hero 13, one of the most famous uh, heroes that are known for rescuing people. And um, he or she, uh, I think it might be a she, I don't know, you can't really tell with the spacesuit, that created this uh, area called the USJ. And it's a a big dome area with a bunch of different sections and you practice rescue training. And they're going to use their quirks to save people's lives. And as they're getting pumped and as they're getting ready to step out there and do that, something starts to go wrong. And then we see this black hole appear. And we see multiple, multiple villains. And also the villain from the very, very beginning with his back to us. Uh, and then now we hear Midori say, as the episode ends, that we were here for training. But now for rescue training, now we're the ones that are in danger. We're the ones that are in need of rescuing. And before we see anything else, it fades to credits. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I enjoyed that episode. Uh, Such a great way to to transition out of last week when we were talking about different things of of, uh, Midori's character and a lot to learn from, but we get a more lighthearted episode but sets up for the next episode where we get this awesome, awesome clash of heroes versus villains in Class 1A. And so you're definitely going to want to stick around for next week as we look at Season 1, Episode 10. And so, man, it only gets better from here. So, well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and I hope you're having a great week. And I will see you guys Thursday for the uh, Friends Don't Lie podcast for Avatar The Last Airbender in review. And I hope you guys are having a great week. And I will see y'all next time. Bye. We'll